0: Oh, hello everyone, welcome back to the Prefect Podcast. I'm here in person with Justine, Molly, Aria, and Manal. And today we're talking about the f- uh, feminism and being a girl. in in excitement for our <laughs> event next week. So we're going to get right into it. I'm going to ask you guys, what does being a girl mean to you?
1: Um, For me, being a girl means having the confidence to say, yes, I'm a girl. And yes, there are a lot of things that we have to face in terms of challenges such as sexism and not being treated the same when it comes to playing sports or um, doing various jobs, like being doctors. But for me, it's being able to say, yes, I'm a girl and I'm proud of it.
2: Um, For me, being a girl is, for me being a girl is um, facing inequality almost every single day and having to deal with issues that had just been talked about like sexism and talking about inequality in various aspects of our life but having to deal with that with positivity and standing up for myself every single day yeah and i think for me especially recently whenever someone says the word I really think of uh like girls supporting do you want me to go first again that's no, okay molly go ahead um i think for me especially today i hear a lot about like girls supporting girls which I like a lot because I know for a long time it wasn't that wasn't really what happened it was a lot of girls bringing each other down for whatever reason and I like that today we're taking control of whatever made that happen and we're just starting to recognize like what what we're doing wrong and how we can keep supporting each other and raising each other up
0: awesome does anyone else want to add on to that okay cool so do you believe that feminism is a positive thing? And why or why not? And also, do you believe that there's biases within the realm of feminism? So say, for example, that there's like um,
2: minority groups within feminism. I think that feminism a lot of the time can get a really bad reputation. And I think that hearing the word feminism kind of invokes an idea of a woman who's, um, trying to be superior to men. And I think that that's a misconception that people get a lot of the time. But to me, feminism is important because it's essentially saying that girls are equal to men and deserve equal rights. And I think that within feminism, there's also that aspect of intersectional feminism where um, women and girls who might be part of the LGBTQ plus community, trans women, and women of color also face different um, biases and prejudices along with being a woman? I, I think Arya explained that like perfectly.
0: <laughs> okay. This is a deep question. <laughs> but do you what do you believe is the root of gender inequality? Or does a single isolated cause even exist? Like, can we say there's this one point where oh, there's a division between the sexes?
2: I feel like it's a, like greatly like motivated because of religion, and I feel like from a religion point of, religious point of view, men have always been superior. Like I can even speak on my religion. Like there's always been like men are a little bit higher than women or like a lot higher than women for a lot of things because like they're the ones that work. They're the ones that um, are supposed to make the money for the family and supposed to be the stronger ones, which is now like in this like time and day, like it's not the same thing. Like it's very different. And I feel like kind of stepping out of that religious mindset has been hard for a lot of people and people still struggle with it today because religion has been such a big aspect of people's lives and it still is. Um, and just stepping out of that is mostly like, I feel like religion is like a really big cause of it. And to get out of that, we have to kind of look at like the times and consider that religion was something that was like created and talked about a long time ago in a different type of way. And like, you have to understand that being religious doesn't mean that you have to put men above women. Yeah, I think that's a really good point because I think that religious is, religion is a huge factor. And also, I think it's also deeply rooted in culture as well, which obviously religion is a factor of, but even in my culture in the country that I come from, I think that sexism is like very deeply rooted in that. And that's common in a lot of cultures around the world, which is really interesting to see because I think that's been a trend throughout a lot of our history.
0: Yeah, that's a great point. Okay. Um, how do you define sisterhood in our school? And is it, um, I know Molly that you're the sisterhood prefix. You probably want to talk about that.
2: Um, on like a, from a literal point of view, I mean, sisterhood, it's a bit different this year, but it was represented in the big slash little sister program, which I've always loved. And it just gives younger girls the opportunity to have that someone whether to look up to you or to ask questions from the older student, like I think you can learn a lot from younger girls, especially just seeing the enthusiasm that young girl, younger girls have at Trafalgar and just remembering to keep that with you. But it's also in more subtle forms at Trafalgar, just like being able to have a conversation with pretty much every girl in your grade. Like I'd say that is a pretty good form of sisterhood and just feeling comfortable where you are and with everyone around you. It's, it's a pretty amazing way to feel at a school. A lot of people don't get that.
0: Yeah, I think we really, that's kind of what we wanted to emphasize with Day of the Girl is like, coming back to our girl power roots and like really just embracing that in these hard times. Um, so when we first talked about doing this in the future, someone mentioned the concept of internalized misogyny. And could you please define this and how does it affect women? Have you ever caught yourself doing this? And then what can we do to change this pattern?
2: I think um, it kind of goes back to like what Manal and Arya were saying. Like I think culture and religion have always been such a big part of human life for so long. So I think that that's definitely part of the internalized misogyny is that it's just been happening around us for so long that you stop to notice the little things after a while. So I mean, I can't even think of an example right now because there's so many. That doesn't really make sense. But there's so many examples. I can't even pick one of just how in my everyday life I'll just say something and then either right away or a few minutes later I'll realize, hmm, maybe that wasn't a great thing to say about myself or someone else. Like, you just don't notice it sometimes.
0: Yeah, I think, like, before Me Too, I've noticed I catch myself in moments where I'm being sexist towards myself. And it's such a weird concept. Um, but how do you think, like, so for girls growing up, how do you think we can discourage them from doing this or from saying, oh, I can't do this because I'm not a boy or like, I don't want to take risks?
1: I think that portraying a strong female individual in the media and movies are going to help, uh, young women grow up and learn the various aspects that they need to learn in terms of feeling confident in themselves because a lot of the time in movies you see women portrayed as wearing like high heels, short skirts, and then continuously being judged at school and by their peers and teachers and sometimes family members in those extra movies where they really want to kind of diminish the role of a girl. And I think that if the media and movies can portray a strong female actress um saying and doing things that we want to encourage our young girls to do then a lot of the time when you're younger and you see movies you want to act like the people in the movies so that would be a great way to kind of get the message out there and like a similar way like justine
2: said with the film industry and portraying women i think it's really important to Because a lot of the times like strong female characters are portrayed with stereotypical like masculine features like they don't show their emotions, they're kind of cold or abrupt and I think it's important to portray that women can be strong while also being emotional and caring and sentimental and not just all of these like cold and like abrasive features.
0: That's a really good point. I think even um if you're portraying Wonder Woman, for example, and like how you see if like, you know, how she can be over sexualized sometimes and stuff. But I think like in recent years she's been portrayed really well. Um, that kind of comes into my next. OK, we kind of answered this, but like, what are some other examples of symbols or associations Sorry. you make? It's OK with like conventional behavior between men and women. You associate this kind of behavior or pattern with a man versus a woman.
2: I think that that's something that's really deeply ingrained in us. And it's like almost natural that women are thought to be a lot more emotional and sensitive than men and men are, um, there's a lot of stigma around men showing their emotions and things that a woman might do where they might come across as being assertive that could be interpreted as them being really pushy and that can be interpreted in a very negative way whereas if a man were to do a similar thing or the same thing it wouldn't be seen in a negative light so i think that has a lot to do with gender stereotypes yeah.
1: i feel like also like men are very ashamed of showing like how
2: aria said like things that are like just said to be that like women do like i feel like even with my brothers like when they cry like they don't want to cry in front of me or my mm-hmm. sisters because they don't want to be seen as like weak. like sensitive and like when we do cry or like someone does cry in front of them that's like a woman they're gonna be like oh like you're such a girl like like it's just like i feel like it's just ingrained in like a bunch of men that like they can't cry and have to act as like a strong force which i know can be so draining for them like even for like my dad for example like if he's upset in front of us like he like has to tell himself not to be just so that we can like see that he's like the stronger one and that he's supposed to be like the support system in that kind of way and i feel like that's like it's very negative like Arya was saying because like people should be allowed to express their emotions without being told that they're like a certain gender and yeah i think like to step away from that it's also interesting because characteristics that are typically masculine like being assertive and dominant are seen as good things whereas like typically female or feminine characteristics like showing emotion are seen as being negative things yeah it kind right of goes right. back to that internalized misogyny yeah like if
0: you had a female versus male boss, I feel like you'd see this sort of miss differently.
2: And I mean, like with the current events going on, I like after the, like I've seen a lot of people posting, like, I can't believe I've been told that women are too emotional to run for president or run for like country leader positions when obviously like it's just a massive stereotype that shouldn't really be enforced in today's society because that's just so outdated. Yeah.
1: To add on to Molly's point, during this time of COVID, if you do like brief research, the top six countries um, who don't have any COVID cases or have had them under control are being led by women. So.
0: (laughs) (laughs) True. That's a really good point.
1: (laughs) Um,
0: Moving forward. So in sports and doing like physical activities, do you believe that we should consider females inferior or incapable of performing as well as men? Why or
1: why not? I think that especially for sports, because I'm the athletics prefect, it is extremely important to ensure that girls and women feel empowered when playing sports. Because a lot of the time, if, for example, uh, if you watch soccer on the any of the channels, all of the men that play as soon as they get like. Yeah. B- in soccer, when we watch it on the TV, if you see a male soccer team play versus a female soccer team, the males tend to be dramatic and fall down and pretend like they've broken their leg when they have been barely touched. And sometimes uh, even if you don't even, like the camera doesn't get the actual shot, it's like a piece of, like a, a finger was laid on their jersey and they roll down on the ground and start you know, trying to get a, a yellow card or a red card. And if you compare that to women playing soccer, a lot of the time you will notice that um, females tend to get back up and go charge after the person that just, you know, knocks them down because they want to say, hey, I'm stronger than you and you can't treat me like that. Like, for example, there was a game played by Canada's national soccer team, um, like the women's team. And one of the players got kicked in the head, and her head like cracked open and started bleeding. She did not want to stop playing. She got back up despite the fact that her face was covered in blood and bolted after that ball and stole it. So compare that to um, um, you know the men out there who <laughs> tend to be a little bit more over dramatic when it comes to playing a sport that you really shouldn't have any physical contact in. Just uh, for me, it goes to show that. These stereotypes against women uh, in like playing sports especially are inaccurate and that women should definitely be more uh, like recognized and seen as confident individuals in the realm of sports. True. Okay. So I have my last question for
0: Aria and Molly. Name a positive female role model in your life. And it could be, like, someone you know personally. It could be, like, a media person or a celebrity. And why are they
2: positive influences? Can they be, like, do they have to be alive? No. Okay. Yeah. I personally love Princess Diana because I think she had a lot of hardships to endure during her life. And especially in the public eye, it's just... It can be really overbearing Um, and being in the royal family like the public eye is like your whole life. So I just I really look up to her and how she handled literally everything that you could possibly throw at her with grace and was just like, although she was kind and sweet, she was also like, just she defended herself with everything. And she just she wasn't someone that you could just walk all over. So I think she had the perfect combination of grace and assertiveness that i wish to have as i grow up (laughs) i love that um i think that a female role model in my life would have to be my aunt because she the work that she does really inspires me and the person that she is she runs um a nonprofit organization and she's just a really strong female leader and she's very um assertive and i think that that's really impressive in that way and she's someone that i
0: Awesome! Thank you so much, guys. Okay, so my next question, um, for Justine. So, um, do you think we're being too hard on men? Are there also oppressive and negative stereotypes for males?
1: Um, I'll answer this one too. Okay. As well. well, that is actually a very interesting question because a lot of the time. Um, men are the product of the you know patriarchal and uh like stereotypical roots that come from feminism and sexism but i do think that in a way women aren't giving men the credit that they deserve because they are also beings on this earth and have to make a living and survive because (laughs) You know, like that's that's human instinct. You need to do what you need to do in order to survive. And although a lot of the time women are being oppressed by men, I think that that is mostly due to a lack of knowledge mm-hmm. from, like from the men, not knowing that, hey, my actions just caused, you know, someone else to feel less about themselves and not as good. And I think that for us to say um, – that, you know, men are all of these things and not consider their point of view and and how they've been raised and how they need to survive in this world would be unfair. So to answer your question, yes, but we need to keep um, our minds open to the possibility that a lot of the time humans are ignorant due to a lack of knowledge on the subject.
0: Yeah, I agree with you because I feel like they're also subject to like cultural conditioning. I mean, being raised, I think they're seen to um, have to conform to like the specific like standard of what you consider, you know, the traditional um, masculine and like powerful person. And so I think that, for example, growing up, I think like young boys take after their fathers or their um, main father figures in their lives and develop after through modeling i think they see these patterns that occur over and over again and throughout the centuries and i think it's evolved a lot and i think it's we can't necessarily pinpoint and blame um gender inequality on men say oh i blame you this is all your fault we can do nothing about it sort of thing because it it comes from both sides and i think like women have to step into their own power and realize that as well, that although they pointed out what they think the root is, that they also have to be the ones who generate the change. And I think a lot of, you can't just say men as a whole are the ones who are oppressing women. I feel like they are equally oppressed in their own ways to conform to these standards. And I think it's a matter of us, all of us just acting authentically without
1: trying to conform to a way that what we should be. Um, Sorry, that so. just reminds me of a phrase. Um, it takes two to tango. Yeah, so you know, both men and women are their, you know the, the species that live on this earth and in order for you to you know work together and live cohesively, mm-hmm. it takes two of you to work together. So women can't necessarily blame men and men can't necessarily blame women. Very true, very
0: true. Um, Justine, I'm going to ask my last question do you think what is your advice for girls today i'd say especially
1: like at our school or just being like even in general okay uh, in general i'd say if you are a girl and you are listening to this good for you because (laughs) a lot of the stuff that the prefects are talking about is very important not just for you but for Uh, you to like know and be able to process and it's just a generally a good topic of discussion because a lot of the times girls our age are not exposed to such uh, I guess controversial ideas so good for you for listening to this hopefully you've learned something about women empowerment and you know get it you have a better sense of what you need from the world and what you could be giving back. Um, my advice for you is to just know that the world is not all sunshine and rainbows. There are going to be times in your life where you are going to be um, you know, made sure. fun of, you're going to experience sexism, you're going to have to look someone in the eye and know that just getting a look, you're going to know that they don't approve of you, but And like simply because you're a girl, but the most important thing is for you to know who you are and own it because as a girl, the strongest weapon you can have against society is your confidence.
0: Yes, that's such a good point. And I think, wow, I I need to see the process that. (laughs) I think, no, I think you have a really, that's a really great point and I think like also everyone's opinions of you, they're just, that's their responsibility. That's not your responsibility. What your responsibility is to take action with who you think you are, because that's the most important thing. And even if you're listening to this right now, you're taking a step towards that and increasing awareness about the world and yourself. And we hope that as we lead into next week and we prepare for our day of the girl activity, we want you guys to consider this and just through COVID, it's been really hard for us to remain that connection. And we've just come back to the building and we're trying to reestablish this new sense of normal. But remember that we're sisterhood. And I think that's what we emphasize at this school. And we need to be reminded of our girl power. You know, like we're, we're a bunch of confident, young, independent, capable women. And I feel like we need to embrace that and just remind ourselves of the power of that statement. And I want to say thank you so much for joining us today we hope you're going to love next week this is a lead up into that conversation and we're super excited to have activities and a guest speaker come um it's going to be incredible and um thanks for listening see you next time
1: and for those of you who are uh going to be at the school on thursday um hope you look forward to the activities and you have to remember it's not history it's her story yes Uh, Signing off. It's
0: not history. It's her story. <laughs> Future
1: rules. <Future> <laughs> A.